This is the Ryder and Lisa Replay. Brought to you by Southtown Hyundai. Check out the Southtown Hyundai Advantage at southtownhyundai.ca. Underrated, sitting cross-legged at work. I don't care if you have a professional job. You should be able to kick off your shoes and sit with your feet up on the chair. And you should have a chair oh, that like allows that. that to happen. See, you have arm rests. Yeah. So you couldn't even if you tried, whereas I don't. I just got one of those twisty chairs with... It's free. I could fall right off this each side, right? So you mean like the pretzel, not just like one knee over the other. Like the full on, your feet are up. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's the best. I, I didn't mean, know you were sitting like that. Always, every single morning. It's bad for varicose veins, blood, mm-hmm. blood flow for sure. You got to switch it up. You got to like move the one foot from the top and switch and put the other one on the top. Reverse pretzel. Man, you just pretty much listed off a music festival I'd love to go and see with fake bands. Reversible pretzel, varicose veins. <laughs> Doesn't that sound like a bunch of awesome bands? Yeah. Swinging chair. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with underrated today, and it is trashy television. Man, I like hook it to my varicose veins. <laughs> Seriously, Ryder loves The Bachelor. He watches it alone. Okay. You do. About every fourth season, I'll watch like three episodes and then like you don't have to get defensive there's nothing wrong with enjoying you literally just said it's underrated no but like I wouldn't even say it's full blown trashy I'm talking like worse Joe Millionaire last night okay but that's not what it's called anymore Joe Millionaire for richer or poorer oh I didn't know that I thought it was just called for richer for poorer no no, it's Joe Millionaire for richer or poorer okay get it together okay It uh, it was terrific. It was ridiculous. There was girls drunk. There was girls blowing their nose in curtains. There was arguments that you didn't know why they were arguing. Oh, just fueled me. Just dumb drama. Love it. And like the editing skills. There was one girl talking about her confidence and how like she has o- none. Always needs to get appreciation from men to to feel comfortable. And then it just goes to a shot of her trying to get this guy's attention. She's just staring up at him. And it is like the timing of it all. It was terrific. It's on my TikTok if you want to see it. It is pretty funny. Rider FM. Um, I do think that the producers and the editors, the whole production team, they know exactly what the people want and they'll do whatever it Mm. takes. Like I remember Caitlin Bristow, who's from around here. She grew up in Leduc and she's famous now she's been on dancing with the stars she since. won dancing with the stars yeah. didn't she and um she was the bachelorette she was on the bachelor and she said like oh yeah those producers they want you to drink mm-hmm. like they purposely put those mo- mimosas out at like 6 a.m because the they know that what comes with it is it's drama drama <laughs> love it anyway i would highly recommend giving joe millionaire for richer or poorer a chance if you're like me and love trash you're Upset about Timbits. Yeah, so the top five Timbits that were ranked, dry-ass old-fashioned made it onto the top five list. Mm. How? Dogs were voting. That's how. And the more that people are responding to my video where I went off about this, it does make sense. Maybe it's based off of sales. Maybe there's just so many good dog owners out there that that's why so many no. old fa- but do they bring those in like my grandpa's favorite donut was the old fashioned and uh it's cuz he liked to dip it in his coffee so okay. i think it's just like a different vibe which shouldn't a different vibe be able to make it into the top 5 chocolate first place birthday cake second place mm-hmm. and then in there we have the old fashioned 
the honey glaze and, and the, the sour sour. Didn't the cruller make no, the list? No, the cruller didn't make the list. Oh. The sour cream did. Okay. See, crullers are gross, too, because they taste like someone already chewed on them and spit them out. I have a lot of opinions when it comes to Timbits, and it fires some people up, so I do apologize. I just cannot believe that jelly-filled Timbits didn't crack the top five. Well, I think they're, they've been discontinued, even. What do you mean? Well, I don't think they most places carry them anymore absurd to me. They are hands down the best Timbit. Maybe they didn't put them on the list because they don't want people ordering them. Are they harder to make? Yeah, possibly. I mean, each one you have to fill with jelly. That seems like a lot of work for a, what, <laughs> 12 cent treat? Uh, let's find out if they are. I'm going to call Timmy's here. Good morning, Tim Martin. How may I help you? Hi there. Do you have jelly-filled Timbits still, or are those a thing no, of the past? No, we do not. Uh, actually, just let me check. I don't think I have any. Just one moment. Less. So they still carry them sometimes. They, they just sell out by 6.30 in the morning? Sorry about that. No, I don't carry those at this location. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, do you just like never carry them at your no, location? We, no, we used to carry them a while ago, and then they've changed them to something else now. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. Bye-bye. She seemed nice. What do you mean? Why'd we hang up? What does she mean by they changed them to something else? What's in them now? <laughs> well, no, they're not. They just only have a certain amount of space, right? So the Tim Beebs are in there now. Oh, so, I thought she meant they just changed the recipe of the jelly filled. I was like, uh. <laughs> uh. T wrote in saying, I personally don't like the new Timbits boxes. Mm. I haven't been in so long. I, what's happening? They wrote in again saying they're ugly little brown boxes with no handle anymore. No handle? How are you supposed to bring those into a hockey tournament? <laughs> Sorry. So specific. <laughs> How do you get those into like a work meeting? Yeah, I guess you'd carry them like a box of donuts. They don't have handles, right? But I did want to give some love to everyone that does give their dog an old-fashioned, a dry-ass old-fashioned Timbit. <laughs> Quit hating on the old-fashioned so much. I'd go for one you know, right now. Dip it in your tea. Like, no, Grandma. Play 107. You were a teacher's pet, I would imagine, hey? Only in grade... Um, four. <laughs> so specific. Yeah. No, I had two teachers in grade four, Mr. and Mrs. Anderson. They were married it, and they both taught our class. It was crazy. Isn't that weird? So did they both work like half time? Yeah. So uh, Mrs. That, Anderson did like English and uh, what else did she do? Was it just English? I swear Mr. Anderson did majority of it. He did like math, science, gym, all that kind of stuff. So the guy just couldn't spell? <laughs> He brings in his ringer, his wife. It was awesome, but uh, it's no. so strange. I've never heard of that setup before. Yeah, he was the first person that ever told me that I should be on a stage. You should act like you should get into music huh. theater, and then I did. And I didn't even. Um, I would like show up to auditions for things, and my parents were like, "Since when do you enjoy theater so much?" And that's kind of what kickstarted it. So that's the only teacher that's ever inspired me either, which is <laughs> pathetic to say. No, he was great. What about you? Were you ever a teacher's No, pet? teachers hated me. Yeah, Kate, I overheard you talking to your mom on the phone the other night, and she, she was, like, bringing up teachers that were so rude to you. And I thought it was really strange. Like, why? Is that a small town thing? No, okay. So I think it was just that, like, I wasn't a great student because the way that they taught, especially back then, didn't 
uh, work for your brain, how my brain's built. Yeah. So like with ADHD, I couldn't sit still. I could imagine I would be annoying as hell. Like it's why I didn't become a teacher is because I wouldn't want to teach kids like me. Oh no. <laughs> so I get it. Like I, yeah, I would have been very frustrating to have in a class because I would have been the class clown trying to get other people's attention uh, and all because I, I couldn't focus. And so they're just like defense mechanisms to not having a hard look at yourself and the way you learn, you just end up doing things that, you know, give you endorphins, which were entertaining instead. Right. So you're the reason majority of the teachers um, in your hometown have gray hair. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, and uh, so, yeah, my mom was very awesome with like standing up for me. Okay. When I would get. Oh my God. I would love to be a fly on the wall. Did she show up to the school sometimes? Oh yeah. Like, we <gasps> really? even had meetings with me and a bunch of teachers Dude. and her and she just like. That she'd let them all go off in front of me, which was so weird. The energy of that, like, that's so dramatic. This needs to be some sort of reality show. Like, it, I just, <laughs> yeah, it's so strange to me. I'd never had any meetings like that. And then mom would just tee off, and I'd be like, "Whoa, you really told it to those teachers." And like, you can't talk to teachers like that as a student, but like hearing your mom do it was pretty badass. Uh, but I just came across a tweet that I think kind of sums it up perfectly. Yeah. It said, teachers used to really beef with me. Like, bro, I'm 14. Relax. Okay, I would love to hear from our teacher listeners, though. Uh, are they working this week? If the students aren't no. in, the teachers are still going in, though, aren't they? Uh, they probably say they are. I don't Let's know. be honest. We have a lot of teacher friends. We should hit them up and ask them. <laughs> but do you have that one student? You can remain anonymous. Do you have a rider in your class? <laughs> that tweet reminds me of the uh, a tweet that's equally as hilarious and it said Voldemort really be beefing with a 10 year old <laughs> it's so true yeah very similar energy yeah so, yeah. Play 107 Ryder and Lisa time for our 2022 predictions for the year and I'll uh, save this audio and then next year at this time we will unveil how we did if we still have jobs uh, I did some predictions last year. But they didn't go real well. I, you may have been on vacation because I just have mine here. I but, probably just didn't save mine to my computer because I was like, he'll never remember to <laughs> circle back to this. <laughs> I had that the COVID vaccination would be readily available to all Canadians a lot sooner than we thought. I think that's a check mark. That They rolled that out pretty quick last year, I thought. All the days are blended together, so I actually don't know. I guess that the oil sector would have a big bounce back year. And? It did. Okay. Uh, I guess that the Oilers would beat Tampa Bay in the Stanley Cup final. Did not happen. Close. We got swept in the first round. Uh, and I guess that Mayor Iveson would dive into provincial politics and okay. take over the Alberta party. Uh, no. It that was for 2021? Yeah. Okay. That was my guess for over the last year, yeah. uh, which didn't happen as well. So uh, two out of four, not bad. Uh, this year we decided to put it into categories, so we'll start with uh, relationship prediction. What do you got for 2022? Okay, so I think that Hermione and Draco Malfoy will end up together in real life. After watching that reunion special and them both saying how they love each other, mm. it could happen, and I'm just going to assume it will. Okay, I'm guessing Selena Gomez and Chris Evans will become actually engaged. Engaged. They're rumored to be seeing each other at this point. Still? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I, so that's my guess. Unless Lizzo gets in there. 
She's got a big crush on <laughs> she Chris loves Evans. Him, yeah. Okay, a local prediction. I think that Doan's will make a triumphant return. <laughs> <laughs> Doan's soup, like their chicken curry soup. Yeah. Oh my god. With the potatoes in it, the onions. It is the it's best. Perfect. It, sorry, it was the best soup in the world. And uh, they had two locations, right? Yeah, they had one on Jasper and then one in Strathcona. Yeah. God, that place was good. Okay. It was so good. Uh, my local prediction for 2022 is that the Oilers will have a strong second half of the season, win two playoff series, and end up losing to Colorado in the Western Final, Ooh. which I think the fans would take at this point. Oh, yeah, we'll take Just anything. some progression, yeah. Uh, next up, we have a death. Uh, this is kind of the sad part of our 2022 predictions. Who do you think is kicking the bucket? I hate to say it, but... It's going to be Tara Reed. Tara Reed. Yeah, just feeling it. Okay. I'm going with Donnie Cheeseburgers. Who? Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> his diet. He constantly talks about how much he loves fast food at he his loves age. Coca-Cola. And he loves ch- chugging the cokes. Donnie Cheeseburgers going to going to go. Okay. And last but not least, the last category, we are going to make predictions, bold predictions about each other for the next year. Um, Would you like to go first? Sure. I think you're going to have a video go super viral, uh, like 20 million plus views, and I'll be the victim in it somehow, where you're making fun of me, pranking me, hurting my feelings. You're going to feel like a real star. Mm. Just hurting me. Manifest, manifest. Okay, I think that you're going to start smoking again. <laughs> what? Well, you're a quitter when it comes to quitting, so I could just see it happening. I'm coming up on two years. I know. It's about that time. You're going to pick up a pack. No. <laughs> if you haven't got a chance to listen to the weekend playback with Gary James, give yourself that luxury this weekend. He is a legend in broadcasting in this city, and uh, he throws down the uh, countdown of songs from a specific year on this date every weekend. Yeah, so this weekend it's going to be uh, the top 25 songs from that day back in 1996. And he does give a lot of cool information about things that happened Mm -hmm. in history, what actually happened in the world when it came to entertainment, um, politics, you learn a lot. Yeah, even in the like tease of what was coming up this weekend, I figured out it was 1996 just based on all the things he was talking about. So he does the show at 10 a.m. on Saturdays and 6 p.m. on Sundays. So yeah, give it a listen. But it um, made me think about those tweets that seem to be going viral where people will just say that it's a specific year and then they'll bring back a memory. Mm. Here's an example. This one went viral. It says, it's 1998. You have a Nintendo 64 with golden eye. You just ordered pizza with extra cheese. Your friends are coming over and you have four rumble packs. You don't know it right now, but this is as good as life will ever get. (laughs) Okay, so we want to take a run at this. Yeah. And we might make this a weekly thing with whatever year Gary James is counting down. Okay, so... That was 98, but we got to go back two years uh, before that. 1996 is the year of the countdown over the weekend. What was the last sentence in that tweet that you read? Uh, It said, you don't know it right now, but this is as good as life will ever get. We could also shorten it and just say life Life is is good. good. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I agree. Okay. So So we'll call this the life is good segment. We want you to get in on it. Just close your eyes unless you're driving and picture what's happening 
in your world in 1996. I'm very excited to hear different um, storylines because of different ages, right? Mm -hmm. So um, in 1996, I was six. Let's hear it. Okay. The year is 1996. Your dad just filled the back of the van with camping gear and sleeping bags. You grab the pillow from your bed and dibs to spot in the back with your Sega Genesis. Celine Dion's tape is blaring and the igloo cooler is stacked with Coca-Colas and bugles. Life is good. Nice. Now, uh, now I wasn't being specific with the time of year. I just went like 1996 in general. If you're confused why I'd be going camping in January, I was picturing it like a July morning. <laughs> okay. <laughs> And I believe you wouldn't have packed your Sega Genesis. Why not? Well, because then you would have had to pack the TV as well. What am I thinking of? What the, was the handheld black one with buttons on both sides and you could play... Um, Sonic? Sonic the Hedgehog. Sega Game Gear. Thank you. You're welcome. My apologies. No problem. You were six. It was a long time ago. We're not going to hold you accountable. You were six. Okay, I would have been uh, 13 or 14 in 1996. Here's mine. Okay. The year is 1996. It's Friday night. Your bros are coming over for a sleepover. You'll have a snowball fight and get hit in the face with an ice ball. You'll cry, and your friends will get awkward. You go inside and watch Beavis and Butthead on Much Music. Nice. There's a hockey tournament tomorrow. Life is good. Ooh, that's so good. <laughs> See, I didn't have brothers, so I can't relate, but I could totally picture that being the case for you as a teenager. Yeah, it, it was pretty uh it was pretty lit, especially that I was always the one crying. We already got one in here on the text line at 780-784-7107. Yes, we want to hear from you. What were you doing in 1996? Damon sounds like he would have been in his late teens. The year is 1996. Your best friend's brother boots for you. Ooh, yeah. 12 Molson Canadian bottles. You head to a bush party. You make out with the girl you like from your science class. Life is good. Oh, that's I a love good one. It. Dana texted in first time texter. Thank you for listening. Means a lot. And contributing to the show. It'd be so boring without our listeners. It says, It's nineteen ninety six. I'm waiting in line to get into Ezzy's. Rocking new Calvin Klein overalls. Excited to get inside and drink four dollar pony jugs of vodka slime and dance while smoking cigarettes. <laughs> Life is good. And trying to avoid getting burnt on the dance floor. I remember that. Uh, oh. Jessica said, it's 1996. I'm five years old. It's the middle of the night. My siblings and I were woken up in the early hours, surprised with a Disney trip. We're leaving right away. We rush out of bed, grab our blankets and pillows for the plane. We were so excited. Then dad starts stressing us out with manic airport behavior. Once we're on the plane, <laughs> ready for takeoff, we get out our coloring books and pencil crayons and start drawing and talking about all the fun we're going to do in Disney. Best family holiday ever. Life was good. Awesome. Yeah. The year is 1996, Kate. A random Wednesday. Your best friend is working late, so you pick her up and you head to Berry Tees because ladies night. Malibu Sunrises and DJ Dino, here I come. <laughs> Life is good. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> Where is your friend working late? Do you remember? We both managed the Gateway Theater on the south side. So I and we both were roommates. We lived just off of White Ave. So I would go pick her up, and then we'd go to Berry Tees. Heck yeah! Seriously. Unlimited popcorn. It was amazing. You bet. Yes, all the popcorn. <laughs> 
Wait, they had unlimited popcorn at Barry T's? No, 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 no. At the movie theater. If you manage a movie theater, oh. you're just eating popcorn all day, every day. Okay, I was going to say that's kind of a weird thing at a, like a nightclub. <laughs> I actually can't imagine Kate's hangovers after all that salt intake before going to the bar. Yeah. Let's hope that she's also hydrating. Wouldn't be good. Uh, Nikki wrote in, the year is 1996. Again, we're asking you to finish the sentence in case you're a little bit confused. I'm 10 years old. It's a Friday night. I'm having a sleepover with my friends. We're playing Dream Phone and eating pizza. Life is good. Okay, Eric says, the year is 1996. Trying to dress warm enough to walk from the U of A campus to bar hop on White Ave. Coldest part of my body is my bum because my jeans were hanging below them. Thought I was cool. I was just cold. $20 budget for the night was good enough until you stopped for food on the way home. Life was good. 20 bucks. Crazy. Paul says the year's 1996. It's my senior year. Dating the prettiest girl at Ernest Manning High School, in my opinion. Working part-time, playing ball, lunchtime beers at the pub next door, afternoons in mechanics. I'm going to bootlegger. Cotton Eye Joe is playing at the back alley every weekend. Yeah. Varsity Blues is in the VCR. The girls got Aqua on repeat in the car. I'm pulling off torn jeans and a tie with a vest, still telling everyone what an awesome concert Meatloaf was a year later. <laughs> wow, that one painted a picture. Yeah, This is good. I think uh, we might keep this around. And the reason we brought up 1996, of course, is because Gary James hosts the weekend playback this weekend where they look at this weekend in 1996 and count it down. So catch those vibes tomorrow morning at 10 and uh, Sunday evening at 6. Have you ever had an overprotective parent or been one when it comes to the dating scene and meeting the new love interest? Uh (laughs) 780-784-7107 is our number. We got a text from Melissa. It says, I was in grade 12 and a plus size gal. I have been all my life, but one of our town's team hockey players was interested in me and we started seeing each other. I was finally climbing the social ladder. Hallelujah. One night he came over. We were watching a movie. My little brother Kyle was hanging out with us and my mom came into the living room and said, Dad and I were just debating circumcision since there are some (laughs) new studies about this topic. Kyle, do you remember being circumcised? I wanted to die. My social ladder climb halted instantly. I couldn't wait to get out of that town after that debacle. Oh, the shame. See, it's the it's the families that are too comfortable with each other. Yeah. Mom just rolling in <laughs> and talking about that with your brother in front of your love interest. Like, it might be more effective, yeah. Mortifying. The text that we got from Randy says, I feel like solid dad jokes make boys that come around my daughters more uncomfortable than being mean or threatening. Love to watch them pretend to laugh. Even I know my jokes aren't funny. <laughs> Love it. Uh, uh, the reason we talk about this is Gordon Ramsay yeah. has, he would be an intimidating father-in-law. I thought not, though, because I thought that's all just an act and he's actually a sweetheart. But, the, yeah, but the guys that come around wouldn't know that. They All they'd know is they watch Hell's Kitchen. Right, they, can, he, they know he can put it on, too. So uh, this is his story with his daughter. I did something really bad uh, last week. Megan started seeing her ex-boyfriend again, and his name's Byron. And he was, he was okay to begin with, a little bit wet, you know, a little yeah. bit sort of, you want a man to date your daughter, and he was just a little bit pathetic. I, I kid you not, I found out his telephone number, so I waited to find out when they're having dinner together, and I FaceTimed him. Uh, well, he sort of answered the phone, this thing was shaking, I said, Byron, it's me, not your future father-in-law, you little and Megan leant over and pushed and, and cut me off, which was so rude. I- 
<laughs> I love that he says that was rude. Uh, Clara says, I'm the daughter of an overprotective father. My dad used to make meals full of garlic. I love garlic. Before parties when I was a teenager. It wasn't until years later I realized I probably reeked like garlic at all the high school parties that I went to. Oh, no. That is hilarious. That's great. Now, um, my dad wasn't too bad. Um, three daughters. Three daughters, though. So by he, the time it came probably, to you, he yeah, just gave up. He probably hated hated it. Right. For sure. But you're a dad. Can you picture yourself being someone that's a bit overprotective, or do you think you'll be more lax? Yeah, I think it's fairly dated to do the overprotective, totally. like, tough like, guy thing. Like, I, it depends how old she is, I think, too. Like... I'd probably be pretty protective if, like, she's 13 and a 17-year-old comes around. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or, like, something uncomfortable like that. But if it's cute and, like... You want to make them feel comfortable around you. I would feel all right having a conversation about how I just expect her to be respected mm -hmm. in the same way that I hope she is respectful to, to him. But well, that's the thing about you as a dad. I could see you being very open and having meaningful conversations with these right. people and maybe they're not used to that so that could even be scary more scary than yeah. the silent dad in the corner uh, this <laughs> like this one liz just texted in my dad shaved off his mustache before my boyfriend came over for the first time my mom brought it up at dinner about why he got rid of his stash he said he always shaves it after killing someone <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> oh, awesome Lisa. Brought to you by Southtown Hyundai. Play 107.